0: This is Living Forever, Not an Option, a podcast brought to you by Care Dimensions, a provider of hospice, palliative care, and support services in Massachusetts. Your hosts are Lynn Skarmis and Mary Crow. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to our 10th episode, Mary, 10th episode wow. of Living Forever, Not an Option, with your host, Lynn Skarmis and Mary Crow of Care Dimensions. So our topic today is Telling Our Stories. The importance of reminiscing and life review. Okay, Mary, so I know what reminiscing is. It's like telling a story that someone tells about something that happened in the past, right? And I'm getting the reminiscing. Yeah. But uh, life review, I haven't heard about this life review thing yet. So I'm hoping you can uh, enlighten all of us, including me. All right. Lynn, you know this is
1: one of my favorite things, right?
0: I know. You know know it
1: is. I love it. I think this is so important. And... Reminiscing, I wanna talk let me talk a little bit about reminiscing. Okay, go ahead, do you first. mind no, if I before I go reminisce. into life review? Like, let's, yeah. re- <laughs> let's reminisce about you know, reminiscing. You go and I it. reminisce all the time, but you just don't see it as reminiscing. <laughs> so let me So you're right. It is the story that somebody said about something that happens in the past, but reminiscing, there's a little bit more to it too. So even a daydream, that's reminiscing. We do this stuff all the time. We so like called, when I
0: like go off and I'm daydreaming yes, about something, that's called yes, that's reminiscing.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So we're recalling memories. um, So it's simple daydreaming, storytelling, nostalgia, something like that that people offer. People think that um, this is just for people who are old and that that people kind of retell the same stories because they're stuck in the past. It's so wrong. People aren't locked into the past. That's not what's happening. Actually, this is very therapeutic. It's very
0: important for people. And did you know that even children reminisce? Well, I was just thinking about that. When you, you know, when you're talking to a child, is they they have to be, you know, when they're telling you stories and they're Absolutely. telling you what's going on, that's would be a form of reminiscing. Absolutely, I was
1: just thinking of that. So, regardless of age everybody reminisces now not everybody likes to so it's important when we're talking about reminiscing and i'm gonna i'll tell you the, the kind of a distinction between reminiscing life review but when people are reminiscing to not everybody likes to and that needs to be respected too you don't want to force this kind of thing people don't always show in words they sometimes show in behaviors that they're uncomfortable
0: with it so we need to give me an example like in terms of like if somebody doesn't want to So if you start asking questions like, geez, Mom, tell me about your childhood and when you were in fifth grade or, you know. Yeah, or
1: you're asking a specific question and you're changing the subject. Oh, okay. Now, there's a reason for it. Not so subtle hints, and you got to pick up on them. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) yes. I remember pushing my early young when my mother was younger and I was in the kitchen and I figured something out in my head and I was asking the question asking God now there's a group of family members around and um, she was just kind of kept diverting my question so I was like a dog with a bone and finally my mother really really got mad and she says I'll talk to you about it later (laughs) (laughs) so it was a part of her life that she really didn't want to talk about especially in 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 front of a group of people so of course I'm asking her this like when at a big family event and she was like I'll talk to about it later it's so sometimes pe- and sometimes people don't like to recall the past you know so it's it's it doesn't necessarily mean that the things that we're recalling are always pleasant either they could be things True. that aren't so right. pleasant
0: and, and do you th- think as we get older or are nearing our end of life do you, do you think reminiscing becomes something that's more acceptable like people want to reminisce because They want to make sure their family knows the details or knows the stories. I I certainly think that can be a part, yeah. I think that's that's certainly a time
1: when, when it's important for people to be able to do it, allowed to do it, given opportunity. There's other times, too. I find that even with people with, there's there's a variety of people that do it, but it's important that we allow people opportunity at all stages of life, really. I can remember sitting at the, um, uh, I sit at the dinner table and there's something, like I was big into sports at 22, this particular thing happened, it was important to me, it was just kind of a very important time in life. So one day my daughter says to me, Ma, I, is there something wrong with your brain like do you have dementia <laughs> because you keep telling the story and I said well no the story is important to me it's uh, it's a very important time of my life and this is something that I mean it shapes us right it this, sure this it does. story was something that makes me who I am today so as she's gotten older now she'll say to me tell the story tell the story now yeah, she, wants she got it, it. Yeah. Now, she doesn't ask for a 50 or anything after it. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, it's funny because it's now she kind of gets it, and she knows the importance and the significance of it. It wasn't that I was forgetting. I always say to people, pay attention to people that like when they it's not necessarily a cognitive deficit when people are saying the story it's people work things out so we're reminiscing can be spontaneous it can be a single episode it can even be several episodes things like that life review is a more formal thing that you do in my work uh, in years as a social worker I would do formal life reviews with patients I would ask them and and have them really recount so when you're doing formal life reviews you can actually even do it over years like from birth to really the the time that they're at then and really look at a variety of different things. So and usually it takes weeks that you could do a formal life review. And
0: it's, when you're doing when you're saying a formal life review, you're going through their lives and asking them specific questions and documenting. Yeah. Like kind of kinda of putting almost a like a photo album together but it's it's actually memories a memory album together you
1: can actually do this online Lynn there's actually you can put it in a book format now you can do it in a lot of different ways you can actually do it with a videotape and audio tape now you know in hospice oh, care right yeah we often will do this type of thing with people that want to leave messages to their loved ones they're not going to be there for their child's wedding or their graduation or the and sometimes they're even like putting stuff that they, that was important to them into words and what they would like to know or or even different things like that so we're we're creating these kinds of things for them um, so it's important that you can do life review and, and actually do these things and put them in a very formal format. You don't, it doesn't have to be in writing or, in, or on a video or an audio tape either, but people are doing that, and, and there's all different formats you could do um, on the Internet in that way. So it's kind of neat. But, but there's, you can also go through it. And I remember going in when I was doing uh, you know, a lot of work, particularly this was in long-term care. I would go in and I would talk to patients. And, and I would do this over a period of time. I'd schedule some time with them. You don't want to sit there with people that are ill or frail, and, and, and they can't go on for hours. Right. So I would time limit it. And again, pay attention, because you can go in sometimes with these set questions, and some of them people want to a- answer, and sometimes they don't. And you want to be respectful. You want to pay attention. But I would always ask, how would you like to be remembered? Questions Mm, like this. Very nice. And you'll be interested to see how. Pete, you can work out a lot of things through these questions. And it's always interesting to me what a person's perception is of themselves is often different from what others are around them. If you could do one thing over in your life, what would it be? And it's interesting asking a question like that. It seems just so, eh, so simple or whatever you really get a sense of, of some of the, the celebrations and some of the, the things that were not so celebratory in life, the things that people really struggled with too. And you get a sense with when you're doing reminiscing and life review with a person, it's important for people to be able to, to make sense of their life. And again, Especially it's a, near
0: the end, is it is it more well, prevalent near the end when someone's coming to an end of life or... It can be, but I think it could also be in other stages.
1: I think we're constantly working this out trying to make sense of our lives and what our contributions are. And you do see this, we see this all the time in end of life work, don't we? Mm-hmm. That it's important for people to know that their life had significance and meaning. It's important for them to know that they mattered to other people or, that, or to let other people know that they mattered to them. So there's
0: all kinds of dynamics that get worked out. And I think there's a maturity to that too because I'm thinking like my kids, early 20s, they're not looking at that piece, but as I'm getting older, I am looking at what is important to me yeah. and what I'm leaving behind yeah. and the good that I'm doing out there and not, you know, making sure I'm giving back and not taking. So I guess you could look at that as kind of a life review. I'm just absolutely. Uh, my actions are my life review yeah. at this point. Yeah. And that someday I'll hopefully be able to write them down and say I did make a difference. Is that? Kind yes, of a absolutely.
1: That's okay. all a part of this. It's all a part of it. It's really a very important process, and I think some people can't even put it, uh, they don't label it as this when they're doing reminiscing in life review, but they're doing this kind of work un- even unknowingly, or, or like I said, but not labeling it. And this is important stuff, this is important stuff. And, and like you say, it, listen, the, the end of life work, yeah, we do a lot of this, and it's really important for people. It's, there's really more, sometimes even more urgency, right? to be be able to identify and explore and given that opportunity. People like to
0: leave legacies and and those memories and things like that behind, too. And I think it's important for the people that you leave behind that there's a legacy there, too, Mm. and that those those memories that then they can pass down to their children and their children's children and so forth. I mean, you want that story of who Papa was or your grandfather was and um, how important they were in your life. Yeah, I love that intergenerational
1: piece too because you talked about, uh, so our kids are constantly on technology. Mm-hmm. No. You know, she <laughs> says it, and, and I actually had to get adjusted to that, right, Because and, and learn because it used to aggravate me when my daughter was younger but then realized that this is the generation and this is really how they do it. This is kind of their thing. That's their
0: whole, right. Yeah. And I, as you say, it's their thing and it's what society is. That's kind of what society is all about yeah. right now. But I also have to tell you, I think sometimes
1: by the, I don't want technology to take from our ability to communicate verbally and emotionally with each other either. I'll teach classes in the colleges, and actually when I was doing a gerontology class, one of the the, uh, assignments that I would have them do is they had to go and interview an elder, because it was a gerontology class, and they had to spend six hours over the semester. Now that sounds like a lot, doesn't it? Oh yeah. Six at now not at once. Right, okay, break but it over up. the semester you're going to identify a particular elder, known or unknown. It could be a family member, but it could be somebody that you don't know. And you're going to go and interview them and do a life review. Obviously with a person that's willing to do that with you. They hemmed and hawed Oh, I bet they scared them! Oh my them. gosh! I bet it's okay? scared them. Okay, so uh, and I have to tell you, Lynn, by the end of the semester, and and well, I also made them write a fifteen-page paper on it. But okay, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> what I will tell you is, when the semester ended, they said it was one of the most important parts of the classwork that they did.
0: And if they're going into the medical professions, they need to be able to know how to communicate with right. people. Yeah, and. I'm using the word pull out information, but engage people so they they start talking to them.
1: Interviewing skills.
0: That's People need to have interviewing skills,
1: right? And this helps with all of that, too. You don't want to go in there and just kind of like robotically ask somebody these questions. It's really important to be authentic and genuine. And I always say to professionals that are even in in these fields, um, because they know life review and, and reminiscing is important, Don't force it. Don't do it because you think you have to do it. If really this isn't something that you find valuable, people know. So it's not even Mm -hmm. worth doing it. I always love people going in and doing this who really understand the value of it. Because that
0: comes across when you're doing this type of of activity or or work with an individual. It's not what you believe in or how important you feel it is. You're not going to listen and pay attention and ask the right questions. right? You know, yeah. you're going to be like, okay, so what do you think? Okay, and your mind's going to be wandering, and you're going to be thinking about other things, but you really need to be present. Totally. And ask those right questions. Absolutely. And really listen. Yes. I'd yes. love to see a grandchild, you know, every grandchild do a life <laughs> review with their grandparents. Yeah. Because w- what they can learn and the value that they can come away with and understand. Absolutely. You know, they, like you said, it's different generations. My parents are seeing my kids on their phones and all, and they're like, what the heck? But they don't understand each other, so I right. think a life review yeah. from both sides, they're gonna learn about each other. Absolutely,
1: and it is. There's the intergenerational piece. And this is this is their heritage, right? So by heritage, asking, yes. and there's nothing like it. You ha- If you don't ask these questions, and you don't have this information like this, that generation will go, and we're not gonna have any of that. This is priceless. Mm-hmm. So to be able to get that firsthand information, I mean, I even, as I've shared, I, I asked my mother these questions, and my mother uh, unfortunately has a dementia process going on, but I asked her these questions, and because it was so important to her, her she was in a nurse, she was a nurse, and this stuff is so critically important to her, I ask her the questions. Why is it, why was nursing so important to you? And she lights up. Right, even with the dementia. Lights up, because I helped people because this is important to make a difference in somebody's life. Do you see what I'm saying about different groups that can be doing this? We think it's only with people like certain people. No, people of all ages, people of all disabilities. I, I've done life reviews with individuals with Alzheimer's or other dementia. I've done them with people who have intellectual or developmental disabilities. I, I've done people uh, with people at end of life. All people can benefit from, from life review and reminiscing. So I th- we can't just categorize it. Everybody, everybody has a benefit to this.
0: Young and old. Young and old alike. More about Care Dimensions. Care Dimensions provides compassionate care throughout all stages of an advancing illness. Our expansive services and expert staff honor the richness of patients' lives addressing complex medical issues as well as emotional, spiritual, and family concerns, we treat patients with dignity and respect so they may live as fully as possible. Care Dimensions, one of the nation's first hospice programs and the region's largest, provides services in more than 95 communities in Eastern Massachusetts. For more information, please visit our website at www.caredimensions.org or call us at 888 888- 283 So if we wanted to tell our listeners, like, what are some questions they wanted to go and done a life review? What, what are some questions that they could ask? Yeah, and like I said, don't go in feeling like that you have to have certain questions, like people like th- that you have
1: this set thing and you got to follow this script. You don't. Know, when I always went into a patient... I would always just start, tell me about yourself. Now, if you're going to do a life review and obviously you're having a uh, willing participant, don't go asking really deep personal questions to start with, right? You got to ease into this. You got to ease in. So I I would ask people questions like tell me about your first job. Tell me about your first love or your first pet or your first, you know, your car. Comfortable. Things like that. Those are important. Even
0: your favorite song
1: and i'm going to tell you the
0: the things he's generate from people tells a lot about people yeah right i had my mother-in-law just recently passed and we were there and we were all at her bedside and we were playing her, f- her favorite tony bennett uh, songs mm. and it, i think it, it brought peace to her yes. so songs and music matter to oh, people
1: it it definitely does it definitely does and and, and it's so nice that you did that though cuz see how personal and how important it was that you connected on that level And you do. You can connect with people at at any point, right? Right up until their their last breath.
0: That's right? right. Absolutely. And I think those questions, when you start with the easier questions, like what was your favorite pet, it gets them. It gets the the conversation flowing. It makes you both more comfortable, and then you can get into. If what, you could yeah. do something over, what right. would it be, and, and why? And that's a deeper and that's, question, right? And and, and again, and pe- be aware of that because you might have
1: somebody, like I said, that doesn't want to answer that question. You be respectful, right? Like I said, Back this can't off. be forced. Don't push it. Yeah, and pay attention to the verbal and the nonverbal signs around this, and be nonjudgmental. Accept them for what they can give you. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. The the number one thing, it, it lists, there's no greater gift that you can give an individual than to listen,
0: right? I think at any time, right, any, any stage, any time, yeah. from a child to an elder, Yeah, people want to be heard. Yeah. People want to oh, be listened to. Most definitely. To. And you know what? There's a great quote from, it's an anonymous quote, so I can't tell you who said it, but everyone has a story to tell. If only someone will ask, if only someone would listen. Yeah. It nice. says it right there. Yeah. Yeah. Ask and then stop and listen. Yeah. I do that. My father's 86 and he, oh, he traveled the world. He had a big job. He ran manufacturing and he will tell us stories and they're so interesting. Yeah. And we sit and let me listen and it brings both of us joy. Absolutely. Letting him it. reminisce and talk yeah. and it brings us both. And then my, my mother, even the other day, walking to school as a first grader, I heard her and I've heard the story before how they walked back and forth and they went home for lunch and then they walked back to school and it was reminiscing, but it was It was a great story, and my mother loves telling it. Oh, absolutely. And And I got joy from it, to tell you the truth. But even in that, again, there's a
1: sense of purpose, right? I was listening to your – when you were talking about your father and his work and how he traveled and he did – that was important it it, it defines us right and even when your mother was talking about walking uphill both ways walking uphill with (laughs) with
0: uh holes
1: in our shoes (laughs) yes yes but that's important in terms of understanding the time and the things that we're not calling ubers back then
0: (laughs) we are not and we're not calling our mother on our phone saying make sure my dinner's ready i'm coming home now right Doesn't it remind cell phones? We didn't have any of that. Nothing, right? You and I had nothing.
1: Oh my gosh! No, no. So it's just it's it's just so wonderful when, when again, people want to do this kind of work and when they're willing to ask. But don't 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 sit with somebody doing a life review if you got to rush out of the room in five minutes. Right. There's nothing worse than to rush it. You have to give it time. You have to be able to sit, be totally present. Don't have um, devices on you that are going to interfere or interrupt. That basically is telling a person in the nonverbal sense that they're really not important, that there are other things. that You've got to give them your total self, all of your presence, and, and to be there. Active listening. It's Absolutely. Right? Yes. Right. And, and active listening is, is about reflecting back to the person that understanding that you heard what they were saying right so it's 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 parroting back in a sense to to know that what i think i heard you say was xyz is it accurate because otherwise we're making assumptions right and we don't want to do that so i active reflective listening is really when people feel the most heard and that's what we want to be doing with this so you got to take your time you got to you've got to really be empathic Um, be sensitive and and if somebody tells you something see because what what do we do oh no don't feel like that no no we got to allow people to feel the way they need to feel and look at emotions can come out of this like right people can cry they can be happy sad absolutely because this is not just about all the good this is about everything they're working a lot of different things out it's about really again being able to um not just tolerate, but to to really embrace the person where they're at and to allow them to feel they need to feel. But also be cautious of that too, right? Because again, some people, again, if they're feeling overwhelmed and uncomfortable with that, you wanna be respectful and not push people on. Do it at their pace and at their comfort level.
0: That's all good advice. Sitting here, really thinking about it because you 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 brought some knowledge to me also today. I didn't understand when I was hearing these stories that it was a life review, but it brings a lot of joy to people. Yeah.
1: It yeah. brings a lot of joy. So, how many times in the car ride here did we say, "Back when this is this such is that to happen"? You know, when right. I was young, da 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 da. That happened constantly in our conversation on the way down here.
0: We were reminiscing. But that was reminiscing. Yeah. So we do it all the time. All the time. We just have to be aware of it. Right. Absolutely. So uh, that's what you're hearing today, people. Be aware when you're talking with your friends, your family. Reminisce. Yeah. Write it down. Get yeah. those great stories out there. Yeah. It's like recipes. Share them, right? Yeah, um, I always love no, to share nice. a good yeah, recipe. I like that. I
1: like the analogy, absolutely. <laughs> uh,
0: okay, so thanks again for listening to Living Forever, Not an Option. Please join us next time as we discuss the importance of listening. Thanks for listening to Living Forever, Not an Option with Lynn Skarmis and Mary Crow. To learn more about Care Dimensions, please visit our website at www.caredimensions.org or check out our podcast website at www.caredimensions.org backslash podcast. We would love to hear from you with questions or comments. Please feel free to email us at podcast at caredimensions.org And of course, you can always call our office at any time. The number is 888-283-1722.